Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome to Speak. I'm Joy Taylor. Emmanuel Acho is off today, but we have a fun show for you. It's Friday. We're going to get loose. Thanks for hanging out with us. I'm here with Super Bowl champion James Jones, two-time Super Bowl champion Sean McCoy, and all-time huh? Eagles all-time leading rusher Shady. Are you alright, huh? He's oh. all right. He's things. He witnessed it a little bit. He witnessed it a little Football's back. The Hall of Fame game was last night. Aaron Rodgers obviously didn't play, but he was asked about the Hall of Fame. And everyone expects the four-time MVP to be in there one day. He said that moment is, quote, going to be pretty special. All right, James, you, you, you play a little bit with this guy. You saw yes. the Hall of Fame talent up close. But now he's in New York. Yes. He's not in Green Bay, where he laid the foundation of his Hall of Fame career. So how much will the Jets impact Aaron Rodgers and his Hall of Fame career? I think this could be huge. Um, number one, he can go out here and he can throw 80 interceptions. He could look like uh, Russell Wilson looked last year. He's still going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. But when we talk legacy, right, there's not too many quarterbacks. I want to say it's maybe four or five of them, right? MVPs and have two Super Bowls, right? So if Aaron Rodgers is able to go over here to New York and get Zach Wilson right, get these young players right, and on top of that win and win a Super Bowl in New York, legacy-wise, this will put Aaron Rodgers in a whole other category. We've seen Tom Brady go to Tampa Bay and win and win a Super Bowl and have winning seasons and win again, right? And he in the league of his own, right? Everybody always said, can he do it without Bill? And he showed you, and now it's no argument, right? So for Aaron Rodgers to go over here and to win a second Super Bowl and really change this Jets organization around, I think this will be huge for Aaron Rodgers' legacy. Uh, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. But this, I, I just can't see it, it doing no harm to his legacy, right? Doing no harm to his Hall of Fame, you know, career he's had. I mean, this guy has four MVPs, right, in the Super Bowl. And then there's the talent that we know of Aaron Rodgers. So I, I think that it can help him out. We talk about guys like um, Peyton Manning, where he, he went to another team, right, and, and got a championship. And I think that it pushed up his legacy a little more. Even though he was already a, a great player and he was in a Hall of Famer, I just think that with Aaron Rodgers, man, like, he can really help the, the Jets team. They haven't been to the playoffs in, in so long, let alone a, 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 a Super Bowl. So you're saying, you're saying if Aaron Rodgers plays bad, you don't think it can hurt his legacy? How could it? We're going to, for example, we're going to talk about it on TV, right? Every station going to talk about it. And then soon the next year starts, that's it. Because he's still Aaron Rodgers at the end of the day. But, it, but it's still Tom Brady, too. And if Tom Brady went to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers without Bill mm -hmm. and was garbage. Right. Don't you think that would have hurt his legacy, that he couldn't get it done without Bill? I, I don't know about legacy. I think we would have talked about a different conversation of, you know, 
it was probably more of, of Bill and Brady, or it might have been they need each other to win. Where now the conversation is, it's really Brady and it's not Bill. But Aaron doesn't have this argument. He don't have this issue, right? Because, I mean, he didn't have nobody he had to win championships with. McCarthy, I mean, he's, he is what he is. <laughs> right. So we don't, he don't have that other piece to put him together with. I think... It's hard to imagine him being as bad. No, as he's it was not. I'm just in Denver last year. I mean, look, we wouldn't have said that about Russell Wilson before it happened, but yeah. it's it's a wild league and it yeah. comes at you fast. So, uh, and, they, and he didn't have the best statistical season last year. You would argue, obviously, maybe he has more talent this year. He's reinvigorated. He was in OTAs and, and whatnot. So maybe all those things will affect it. But he is a year older also on top of that. So I don't think any – nothing – it could be the worst season in the history of the NFL. He's still getting in the Hall of Fame. First ballot. So that's, that, that, that is – the cement has dried on that part of his legacy. But narrative and how you finish things does reflect in how and where we rank you – all time as, when, as we observe the sport. Mm-hmm. Brady winning that championship with the Bucks, he was already the greatest quarterback of all time. He just got like an extra, like, okay, like now he's untouchable. Right. Now, now it will be so difficult for anyone to do what he's done because even if they do, even if they have an unbelievable run with one team, mm-hmm. Brady still had a 20-year run with one team and then did it with someone else. So, th- so he really just took it to another level. I think... I can't say that it will hurt. I can't imagine, I guess I should say, him being so bad that it would hurt him. But I do think, to Shady's point, it can make it better. If he goes in and does something spectacular, if he has a Brady-like or a Matthew Stafford-like immediate effect in Super Bowl with the Jets, especially with a team like the Jets that's been so bad for so long and so far away from being competitive, even within their own division, that will put him in a different category that I don't necessarily think he's currently in because while he does have the MVPs he only has one Super Bowl and one Super Bowl appearance Mm. so when you're talking about somebody like a Peyton Manning who has multiple Super Bowls or a Tom Brady who has multiple Super Bowls or any of these other Montana like quarterbacks that we know are super talented but also are in that other that other category of multiple Super Bowl wins, it has you in a different conversation. So I do think it can change it in that way. No doubt and that's strictly what I'm saying. If Aaron wins another Super Bowl he passes Joe Montana and Peyton Manning right behind Tom Brady, mm. right? Aaron Rodgers is the greatest thrower of the football that we've ever seen. That includes Patty Mahomes, Shady, right? Consistently over 20 years, the greatest talent of throwing the football that we have ever seen. The only knock on Aaron Rodgers is playoffs. Oh, he get. Yeah. He get knocked out of the playoffs. He only has one Super Bowl ring. If he gets another one and he's in that company with MVPs and, and Super Bowl rings, Tom Brady, AR8. Right James, now. And the only that. reason why I'm saying Tom Brady first is because we're going to lie. Because you have to. Other than that, I'm wrong. Oh, no, because you have to. Because you have to. Because you already kind of. Kind of you know, right? Other than that, I'm wrong with my Montana dog. got four rings now. I know. I know. But how are you going to just jump over Montana? But when we're talking about the talent at the quarterback position, are we, are, is, can, but I'm saying, is, can you that? sit there and say well, Joe is, Montana's better than Aaron Rodgers? But the thing is, like, like as a quarterback, I feel like quarterbacks is the only position where oh, that's why we, don't, we don't rake them. Rank, rank the quarterbacks with just talent. Yeah. Well, other positions like wide receiver, talent. Yeah, that's why I hate that. You get what I'm saying? Like the Randy Moss and, and, and Jerry Rice. Like people say well, Jerry's supposed to be the best. At but then, one point, comes, that has to matter, though. But, but with quarterbacks, it's, it's all about accomplishments. What have you done and what have you done with the team with the wins? Quarterback can go out there and, and in a playoff game, right, 
and hand the ball off 40 times and win the game, they're going to talk about him as he, he won the game. And if they lose, he gets the same blame. So a lot I think of quarterbacks the- that have won Super Bowls, though, that are not even in that category. Yeah, but, well, Montana, well, we but Montana saying. got forward and things. I understand that. But you got to well, you gotta have some resume to go with, with, with the wins. And you look at Joe Montana's like, but, <laughs> come on. But to kind of in a weird way, to James's point, right now we don't put Aaron Rodgers in the Montana category. Because no. you can't. Because of accomplishments. Now, talent-wise, throw the football, Bowls. but that's why Marino is a Hall of Famer and gets put in those conversations. But, Oof, but another Super Bowl, MVPs another Super Bowl, Super Aaron Rodgers might put him in that conversation. I would still have Montana ahead of him. Mm. Most, but... pro- most people probably would. Nope. Not if you get another <laughs> one. And then another thing is like, you it's like I, and you're his teammate, so I get it. Yeah. No, I'm but you gotta back. pump your brakes when you start speaking. Because I, I like Aaron Rodgers too. Mm. But when you speak the words like, like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, like that's when we have an issue. We got to put a, a, a big period or a long comma see, see. because it's Aaron Rodgers. See, and you're going off of a accomplishments. I understand it. I no, understand. no, 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 no. No, no that's no. what you're going off Tom, to me. Tom is the greatest. Tom is not the greatest thrower of the football we ever seen talent-wise. See, 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 you see what I'm saying? You no, see what I'm saying? But, but I'm just saying, Friday, bro, bro. So now you're saying Tom is the greatest I, I talent think, listen, at listen. the quarterback spot? Is that what you're telling me, Shady? Listen, we, he's the greatest talent we have, we've ever we seen have at the quarterback spot. We have a rule on this show, James. Tom Brady doesn't get compared to anybody else. That's, I understand that's a, that's a that when we're talking why, about winning. Why do we care how they look, how they throw the ball? Look, look, Josh Allen, his, his rookie year. That's what you he, care about. He, he came to Buffalo, right? And he kept doing that, <laughs> he kept doing that Aaron Rodgers little, little flick with his feet. I was like, why do you keep doing that? He's like, oh, man. You know, he, he imitating uh, A-Rod. I, I get it. Uh, are but, you but when we talk, Hold on. When we talk about the greatest of all time, it's some of talent. But it's a lot of what are you doing? And I told him, now, like, you got to go with the quarterback that does the most. Shady, you sit up here. Every show, every time I bring up Dak, and you say he can't even be in the same quarterback as Josh Allen because the talent Josh Allen has. That, that doesn't that isn't yeah, that Yeah, but what Josh Allen has also played t- in the AFC Championship game. Josh Allen led t- the league in interceptions, and Josh Allen was out of the playoffs the same time Dak was. But but Josh oh. Allen has played in the AFC Championship game. Bro. I don't want to get into a Josh Allen Dak yeah. Prescott conversation. I do want to ask you yeah. what you think Aaron Rodgers' legacy will be in New York. I think it's all about what he does on the football field. All this stuff is good. Um, Being a great leader, you know, getting in there, you know, being a great teammate with the young guys, having handshakes with the young guys, mentoring Zach Wilson, and he could possibly be a different player when this thing is all said and done, when Aaron is gone. But if Aaron Rodgers does not win in New York on that football field, nobody's going to care about how he developed Zach Wilson. Nobody's going to care about how many touchdowns he threw to – through to Garrett Wilson. Nobody's going to care about none of that. The only thing that matters is can he get it done on the field and get the Jets to an AFC champion, get the Jets to a Super Bowl. But he has to win on the football field for this thing to be right for Aaron Rodgers. I think there's a lot of ranges of what this answer could be. That's why on paper we have all these conversations and then we see how the season goes and look back on our our takes before the season and feel so differently about it. If he's bad, if, if he's bad and they're bad, that means one thing. Mm-hmm. If he's good but they're bad, maybe it's Salah. Mm. If he's good and they're good, how good are they? Are, do they make it to the playoffs and lose in the first round? Mm. Is, that, is that really an achievement for Aaron Rodgers, no. a, a player of that level, when you're comparing him to a, to a nope. uh, Patrick Mahomes and a Tom Brady and a, and a Joe Montana? If they're great and he's great, that puts him in a whole other category, and they and they have a Tom Brady or Matthew Stafford type of year and immediately win a Super Bowl. 
that puts them in a whole different category. So there's so many different ranges to me because of all the factors of what the situation is in New York that could play out. But what do you think his legacy will be? I think his, his legacy is already sealed. It's signed, sealed, and delivered. I mean, it, only thing, it would be a difference if he wins the Super Bowl. Other than that, I can't see no, no different with his legacy. He go out there and look like Russell Wilson, but at the end of the day, it's still Aaron Rodgers. He, the, the four uh, MVPs, that's going to be there. The championship is going to be there. The stuff that he's talking about, the talent, that's going to be there. So it's like when I look at uh, how can I judge his legacy from the Jets, only thing I could think of, if he wins the Super Bowl, yeah. that makes the biggest difference for his legacy. Hey, the, for, but the first thing you told me is Aaron you. don't get it done in the playoffs. He definitely don't. That's what I'm saying. He definitely don't. So, with you saying that, it can hurt him if he gets to the playoffs well, you, and gets kicked out well, you, in the I first mean, but round. We, we, I'm, I don't know what, what, how you we feel because, because, because he played with him, but we used to see him go to the playoffs and lose every year. Yeah. Oh, so it's like, it's like, so no, 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 I, re, I respect A-Rod, but I keep it real on. So you, so so you whoever the players, I keep so it honest. So you saying it don't matter if he... It don't matter because we're going to look at him the same way. If he goes there as a good year, right, they go to playoffs, that's a good thing, right? Yeah, but, the, but it's I mean, not going to change anything. They change nothing. Coming up, yeah. speaking of Aaron Rodgers, it's Jordan Love's time now in Green Bay, but is there too much pressure on the young quarterback. That's next on Speak. And don't forget, you can check us out every day on the Fox Sports channel on Sirius XM. Yo, stop saying Josh Allen. <laughs> <laughs> you not top five. Greetings, soccer fans. Are you ready for the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup? Because we are. That's right. Australia, New Zealand, look out. State of the Union is coming. Off the post and and we'll be going above and beyond down under. We'll have new podcast episodes every single match day. So follow Alexi Lawless's State of the Union on the Fox app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Let's check in on our social life. Reports say Anthony Davis has agreed to a three-year, $186 million max contract extension with the Lakers, tying him to the, th to the team through 2028. It's the richest annual contract extension in NBA history, averaging $62 million a season. Mm, mm, mm. Money, 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 money. Ching, ching. Is this a good move for the Lakers, Shady? I like it. I mean, when you're a top 75 player of all time, this is what happens. I think AD, man, he, he deserves it. I, I would like to see him do a little bit more, being a little bit more consistent, play a little more tougher. But, I mean, overall, they, the Lakers cannot continue to do anything good unless he's on the team. Um, you know, now, with this type of money, I ain't going to lie, I do want to see him guard Jokic. I don't want to hear about <laughs> double teams and all. I need you to go take care of that. With, what, three for 186? Yeah. That's what I'm going to need. Yeah. So I do like the move. I, I love it. I just take care of Jokic. I'm, yeah, go ahead. Jim. Good. No, I like it. I mean, you're talking about Anthony Davis, right? When he's out of street clothes, this is easy money right here. No, for real. When he's on the basketball court, this is easy money. 186. He's that type of talent on the basketball court. Paired him with LeBron and all the other pieces that they brought back. They're a contender. So, yeah. I mean, I like it. It's just for him now. Hey, 
we got to keep you on that court for 186. Yeah, he's he's got to play, which 100. he did last year, and he stepped up really big when LeBron was out for that little bit of time, and their health together was the reason they were able to go that far, despite the fact that we had some questions about their roster, and they were out of it at the All-Star break. So it was it was an incredible turnaround for them in season. He definitely deserves it. He's just got to... Ching, ching, AD. Congrats. Let's move on to the NFL. It's time for our top story brought to you by Popeye's Louisiana Kitchen. Jordan Love is set to enter his first season as the Packers' starting quarterback. He's following future Hall of Famer Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers talked last night about mentoring younger players instead of Love, quote... There was a great one behind me in Green Bay. Great, Shady. Great. Not good, great. Is there too much pressure on Jordan Love? No. No. Just because A-Rod called him great don't mean he's great. (laughs) No, I'm going to say no. I just think that right now with Jordan Love, we don't know what they expect. We don't know what they expect. The last time we seen him as a starter against the Chiefs, it was bad. It was real bad. But I will say he's got better and better and better. I don't think anybody has the Packers pick to win that division. So when you talk about pressure, where's the pressure at? Yeah. Matt Floor, his, his, his head coach, he said that we got to temper kind of the, the expectation level of this player because he's not going to be Aaron Rodgers. We don't expect to see that. And when your head coach say these things, they're trying to find a way to take the pressure off. Mm-hmm. Right? Because we know he's not going to be Aaron Rodgers right away. No doubt. Aaron Rodgers wasn't Aaron Rodgers right away. It takes time. So when we talk about, you know, the, the, the pressure at this uh, the quarterback position for Jordan Love, I just don't see it. Yeah. Well, Aaron Rodgers, his first season as a starting quarterback, again, not a rookie, waited three years. They had a 6-10 and ten record. You were there. I was there. Started 4-3, and three, ended 2-7. and seven. Mm, Dang. Was yeah. Uh, 28 was touchdowns, 13 <laughs> interceptions, 63.6 completion percentage. Uh, he did have a 93.8 passer rating, mm-hmm. sixth ranked in the NFL that season. Yeah. So he showed the yeah. talent that he had. And he got paid. He got paid. He got extension under that. Yeah. Yeah. So is there too much pressure, James? Not at all. Love? Not at all. I don't, I don't think there's any pressure on Jordan Love at all. I think, to be honest with you, the pressure is on the organization, right? You drafted this guy. That's when kind of things started going south with the relationship with Aaron Rodgers. And now it's his time. So I think the pressure is on them to make sure Jordan Love can play well. Jordan Love, like, like Shady said, Besides me, nobody's picking the Packers to win the division, right? Nobody's picking Jordan Love to go out there and just light the league on fire and look like Aaron Rodgers. But when we had Brett Favre and we were in kind of this similar situation to where Brett retired and Brett went to the Jets and Aaron Rodgers was next, we seen it in practice and we seen it when Aaron Rodgers came in in the preseason and we seen it when Aaron Rodgers got his chance to start, right? When Brett Favre got hurt and we like, we got us one. Right. So the only thing that Jordan Love has to do is show the Packers that I'm getting better and better and better each game. That doesn't necessarily mean 10 wins. That just means you looking like you're playing the quarterback position the right way. You a first round pick. So you go. We know first round picks get multiple chances. Yes, they do. You know what I'm saying? So I just don't want him to go out there and play extremely bad. And then the Packers is looking like, do we need to draft a quarterback and bring in a veteran? And I don't think that'll happen with being in this offense in three years. But. The pressure on Jordan Love, I don't see any pressure on Jordan Love. Ooh, I disagree. Mm. I disagree. I don't think that there's pressure on Jordan Love to go out and win the division. Mm-hmm. I don't think that there's pressure on him to go out and make it to the playoffs. But Jordan Love has to look like the future of Green Bay. He can't just go out there and be average. He's got to show the talent. You said it yourself. When Aaron Rodgers was out there, you y'all like, oh, we got one. Got one. We are not saying we got one about Jordan Love. Nobody is saying that. 
Not Aaron saying that because Aaron's this is a new man, but you know, great, just throwing that, throwing that around. We have not seen greatness from Jordan Love yet. Now, maybe he is, but if he looks average or he looks like he doesn't have the offense or he's not showing some kind of sparks of talent that we can see, like, wow, look at, look at that throw, or he's got command or presence, all of the things that we haven't seen from Jordan Love, the temperature in Green Bay is going to rise very quickly. Because Green Bay is a place that can fall off the map pretty quickly if you don't have high quarterback play there. It's not a free agent destination. You don't have Aaron Rodgers there. And you've spent the last 30 years with the luxury of a first ballot Hall of Famer under center. Mm -hmm. So I don't think he needs to go out and win a bunch of games or win the division, but he's got to look good. And you talk about the pressure being on the organization. Yeah, it is. But he's the one who has to fulfill the organization's moves. And he's a first-rounder. First like, this isn't a guy that they discovered and then were like, ah, oh, we like him, so we're going to push Aaron Rodgers out. They traded up in the first round, yes, did. didn't bother to tell Aaron they were doing that, which caused this entire rift between him and the organization. Yeah, I disagree. I think there's a lot of pressure on Jordan Love for various reasons. I mean, but, like, okay, so let's say he doesn't play well, right? Then what happens? If you don't play well, then what happens? There's well, going to become a really quick conversation of how long I does think he how have. Bad. So, but, so the thing is, I, I feel like if he doesn't play well, say he's just awful. He's plays awful. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the team is already thinking this. They already, listen, when they let Aaron Rodgers go, they start thinking all the other options. All right, what do we have? If Jordan Love is not that good, right? If he's just decent, we can work with it. First round draft pick, we can work with him. Mm-hmm. You still have to pay him a little bit, but we got to work with him. If he's terrible, I'm sure they thought about that too. Because he hasn't played, so he might be bad. And, and I haven't been hearing, like, I love to look at, like, all the, the, um, the can't riders, see what they're saying about the players. I haven't been seeing he's, like, oh, lighting it up. Yeah. So that, that's like, okay, well, if he's not lighting it up, then what is he? He's probably in that gray area where we don't know until the real lights are on. Yeah. And if he's that bad, then you just go to the, the next, you know, option. It might be trading somebody. It might be drafting a quarterback. It's something. But for him, it's no real pressure because they don't know what they expect from him. And when you made that move to trade Aaron Rodgers, you, that was a possibility. Okay, well, Jordan Love, that's when he started. He, he looked pretty, pretty bad. But the difference was when this happened, when this transition happened from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers, they knew Aaron Rodgers was good. We could see Aaron Rodgers was good. All those, all those quotes I that mean, they're looking for about Aaron Rodgers, we were hearing. We're not hearing that about Jordan Love. I mean, he has to show signs of Sean, getting better, yeah. right? And I think the positive thing is, is like you said, came in, started against the Kansas City Chiefs, awful. Right? Couldn't move the ball down the field. Didn't really look like he had command of the office. And then Aaron Rodgers gets banged up in Philly. And he comes in in Philly. And he looks like he has command of the offense. He looks like he got better. He he got better, right? So I think for him, like you're saying, Joy, you have to look the right way. You can't just go out here and not have command of the offense. The offense looked terrible. And you're losing games bad. You have to look the right way. We need to be watching the tape and saying, that's why they took him in the first round, because that throw right there. Okay, we see him growing, getting better, right? We got to see that. If we don't, then like Shady's saying, they are going to go back to the drawing board. Do we need to draft one? You know, do we need to bring in a free agent and something like that? But I think the young fella's going to be just fine. I think he'll show some signs of being a good football player. Because keep in mind also, he's not a rookie. No. He's been in the league for multiple years now. Yeah. So it's not like they're transitioning to a rookie where there's, and you, you really feel like, okay, we got a good three years before we need to see him yeah. at full capacity. Those three years are already done. Mm-hmm. Those, are, those have passed yeah. while he was sitting behind Aaron Rodgers. So I think it's a, it's a much more urgent situation, but 
We'll see how it goes that, th- this year. And keep in mind, this is not the toughest division either. No, it's not. So I don't know the Packers fans are like, that's fine. We don't need to make the playoffs. We don't need to win games. I'm taking us to win it. Oh, yeah? Well, he's biased. <laughs> Coming up, Aaron Rodgers is mentoring teammates and calling plays for them. Did we expect this from the Jets quarterback? That's next on Speak. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome, Jordan Schultz, NFL insider to the group. I don't know if you've been watching yet. We're getting a little wild today, Jordan. It's it's Friday. Welcome to speak. I am ecstatic to be here. Here It's a pleasure. Are you ready? Jay Money. No, you know we keep keep it real around here. You know, the Starbucks, I got I got you, Ridon. Okay, 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 okay. (laughs) It's time for a rewarding performance brought to you by Corona Extra. Find the fine life. Life seems just fine for Aaron Rodgers right now in the Big Apple. He did not play in the Hall of Fame game last night, but he stayed busy suggesting a play for Zach Wilson that resulted in a 57-yard completion. Wilson talked about Rodgers' assist after the game. Take a listen. Can you talk about that, the long one, the 57-yarder? Yeah, great call by Aaron Rodgers. He called that one? I had to give him a little shout-out there. I'm very grateful for him and... um, you know, he helps him more than, than he needs to. All right, Aaron Rodgers helping out the young guy. Yeah. <laughs> James, did you expect this from Aaron Rodgers? Absolutely. I'm not surprised at all, right? I know a lot of people say stuff about Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers, I know, and some of them dudes are saying that about Aaron Rodgers, he ain't been nothing but good to them dudes, right? Well, teammates. But, teammates, oh, yes. Okay. But Aaron Rodgers is a dude that... Throw parties at his house. Throw get-togethers at his house for everybody to come. This is a dude that I seen at weddings. Oh, the wedding over? Uh, I pay for an extra couple hours. Let's turn this thing up. This is a dude that I seen fly and come coach my little kids and watch my kids play football games and all that. Aaron Rodgers has been this dude since day one. For me, I'm happy everybody gets to see it, you know, because he's a great teammate. So I'm not surprised by this at all, him helping the young fellas out, being there for the young fellas. Not at all. How's he having parties at the house? He don't have no Wi-Fi. Remember he said he didn't Mm, get the... Oh, 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 that's a different story. He got Wi-Fi for us. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay, so you just got to leave your phones. You can't use them. There's no Wi-Fi. Jordan, are you surprised that you're seeing it's Aaron Rodgers? No, but I think he's also one of the more misunderstood athletes, not just football players of this generation. Now, James can speak to that more, but... I talked to Randall Cobb about this at length recently, and one of, obviously one of Aaron's closest friends and a big yeah. part of what happened in Green Bay. Alan Lazard echoed this as well to me, that Aaron deeply cares. And I think you go back to his experience with Jordan Love. Yeah. He really was there for Jordan throughout the last three years, and they're still very close. Mm-hmm. And now you're seeing it with Zach Wilson. And I think with Aaron, he's someone that is now in New York. He just gave back an unprecedented $35 million. That was big, yeah. That doesn't happen. $35 million. And, and, and what he says, I want to do everything I can, basically, to make sure that we can contend and get who we need. Now, they have a really good team. I think they have a really good staff. I'm all in on the Jets. Yeah. But 
for Aaron to do that speaks volumes. And he's someone that he just deeply cares. And I think, James, it does feel to me, and I know they're 0-0, they haven't played a game yet, yeah. but it does feel to me like he's a little bit lighter and a little bit more loose being in New York in a big market yeah. than in a small market in the Green Bay. Absolutely. And, I mean, you see just the smile on his face, the breath refreshed there. I mean, I, I was one of them ones that was, like, talking to Aaron through it, like, don't leave Green Bay. You don't need to leave. Really? Stay there. You've been there for 20. You need to get another Super Bowl ring there. I was one of them. But to see him now and to see how happy he is and the joy he has back playing football, the joy he has with his teammates, he needed out. It's a brush of fresh air for him, and I'm excited for him. Now, we are getting introduced <laughs> to a new Aaron yeah. Rodgers. So, Shady, are you surprised, or did you expect this from I hate Aaron to Rogers? bring up the Kumaya uh, <laughs> a moment they have over there. But as I recall, right, this hasn't been Aaron Rodgers. All his top players that he's played with, they, they say otherwise. I, I haven't seen, I've seen guys talk great about Tom Brady that played with Tom, Peyton Manny. I've, I've rarely seen guys come out and speak glowingly great yeah. things about Aaron Rodgers. Or am I tripping? I don't want to. Am I saying well, something also, wrong here? Also, Shady, remember. I mean, I'm right here, Shady. I mean, but, but, <laughs> remember, no, 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 remember, but Shady, not he also, he also was calling his teammates out. I was about to get to that. Yeah. I, I want to see who he was going to say, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, am, am I tripping? I don't want to stop. I, no, keep going. Okay. I want to hear what you so, got to so say. So even, even, even about the young guys he's helping out with the Jets, if I recall, when he was with the Packers, he was talking bad about them, dropping passes, not being consistent, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, when he wasn't even there for OTAs or minicamps to help him out. Mm-hmm. So when I hear these things, I'm like, okay, that was the old A-Rod. Not a new A-Rod. I love it. I haven't seen Zach Wilson smile so much. He's excited to have a guy in the building of, of the magnitude of Aaron Rodgers helping him out. Even all the young guys that, 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 that he's going to the games with, building chemistry, building that type of team bonding. And I, and I love saying that. So because when it gets to the game where, hey, maybe the young guy drops a pass, he still won't have enough confidence to go back to the young guy. And the young guy has enough confidence in Aaron Rodgers. So I love the new A-Rod, what he's doing. I... I... <laughs> Little bombastic side eye for you, James. I mean, I, I have to say I am surprised. I'm surprised in that he's being this this much is surprising. $35 million is surprising. I did expect to see a little bit of a new Aaron Rodgers because it's a new situation. It's a situation he's never been in before. So you change based off of new experiences. Yeah. I wouldn't expect him to leave Green Bay to go to New York and be the same guy. For what? You might as well just finish your career. You're saying stay in Green Bay. Yeah. Stay in Green Bay then if you're going to be that same guy yeah. that's in New York that you were in Green Bay. So the $35 million, him being as open and available to the younger guys, but I also think, and I'm not, I'm not conspiracy theorying here, but all of this benefits Aaron. The worst thing that Aaron could do is go to New York, not be activated, not be involved, not be engaged. Yeah. They lose, and then Green Bay does good. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's the worst case scenario. So you left, you wanted out, mm. you, you left on bad terms, Green Bay is thriving, and you go to New York, you don't, you don't engage, you don't invest yourself in it, and they also do bad. It's not that, again, we just talked about his Hall of Fame career earlier, that's not going to ruin it. But that's going to do a little something to your, to your reputation. It, you know, I understand where you guys are coming from because it's, you ain't going off the whole 20 years. You're going off the last two, last one, right? Because I was a young player. I dropped balls, and Aaron Rodgers came right back to me. Jordy Nelson was a young player. He dropped footballs. Aaron came right back to him, right? This is the same dude that the teammate you see now. When I walked in that building, that was Aaron Rodgers. But I do understand the last couple years, not at OTAs, calling people out. Hey, you dropped. But at the end of the day, which quarterback don't? 
All right, we've seen plenty of quarterbacks slamming iPads on, blaming receivers and all. Like, that, that, quarterbacks do that. And Shady would say his didn't, but his does too, right? But that, that's, that's part of it. But the Aaron Rodgers I know is the one you're seeing right now, right? The last year, the last two years in Green Bay, that ain't the AR-12. The AR-12 that I know that took me in, took Jordy in, took Greg in, took Jermichael in, the ones that may say some, say a little stuff, yeah. This this is the Aaron, right? That came in there and took them boys in as well. So this is the Aaron I'm used to seeing. Jordan. When well, when Alan Lazard signed for four years, 44, I had that story and I wanted to understand why he did it. Obviously, the money was great, yeah. but that was under the assumption that Aaron was going to be a Jet. Mm-hmm. Randall Cobb comes because Aaron's a Jet, and I know that. Listen, he's, he's pushing 40. Maybe he's not the player he was seven years ago. He's still a tremendous football player. Yes. He, he, to me, he's still one of the best five quarterbacks in the league. And his legacy, you guys were talking earlier, his legacy will be significantly improved if he goes to New York and wins a Super Bowl. And he's talking about playing in two yes. or three years in yep. New York, mm-hmm. pushing into his 40s. And if he helps Zach Wilson, like you were saying earlier, that's another element to this. Like, he doesn't have to do that. He doesn't, Brett Favre didn't do it for him. Nope. He doesn't have to do that. So for him to help Zach Wilson, to help Jordan Love, is, that matters. No, 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 I love, no, I love that because I, I just think that, like you talked about, the legacy part. Like, if he goes in there and wins a championship, oh, my God, it, it jumps up his career like this. Yeah. Where we never, I mean, I'd never do, talked about Tom Brady and A-Rod, but I probably still won't. But it'll be a little closer. It'll be a little closer. <laughs> yeah. So I do want him to go to the Jets, and I, don't, I want him to play well because I, I think he's a great talent. And he hasn't been great in the playoffs. He goes there, first sees, whatever it is, and loses. So if he goes to the Jets, right, and, and wins some games, goes to the Super Bowl, that would be great. And his storylines. Football is always, always the best thing is, is storylines. Yeah. Goes to the – leaves the Packers, goes to the Jets, wins a championship? Since Naaman. Ooh, since Naaman. Yeah. I mean, that's – I love it. That's the name. And, and in New York, it's a, whole, it. it's a whole different category. Staying in the NFL, four big-name players aren't in training camp right now because of contract Shady McCoy? Who? Also, Shady McCoy oh, is holding out. Okay. Uh, Raiders running back Josh Jacobs, 49ers defensive end Nick Bosa, Chiefs defensive tackle Chris Jones and Cowboys guard Zach Martin are all holding out. Shady, whose absence hurts the most right now? Jacobs, Bosa, Jones, or Martin? I love, I love Jacobs, but easily Chris Jones. Mm. Everybody likes to talk about the, the Chiefs in the offense with Patrick Mahomes Come on now. and Andy Reid. Come on now. And they special. They are special. Come on now. But I played over there with, with, with Chris Jones, with the Chiefs, and he makes a big difference. Talk to right? Him. Even when sometimes the defense... They're not always playing great, but it's always that one stop they need that he'll go get. Mm-hmm. It's always a tackle for loss that they get. Mm-hmm. A sack, a pressure. Mm-hmm. And those are the things that make a difference because the Chiefs are going to put points up. That's the thing. Gonna, no matter where Andy Reid's at, no matter who the quarterback is, he's going to put points up. Yeah. And you get Patrick Mahomes now, even better. But the thing is the defense, out of all these different players you talked about, he makes the biggest impact. Because if you think of the defense for the Chiefs, no names really scream to you, yeah. talk to you. But one name does. That's Chris Jones. Jordan. So I would say Josh Jacobs could do what Saquon did, play on the tag, have the opportunity to earn more. I think Bosa's going to become the highest paid, not just edge, but highest paid defensive player ever. Got to. That deal's going to get done. Chris Jones, I think, wants closer to Aaron Donald and Quentin Williams. That deal, I believe, will get done. And that leaves us with Zach Martin. Now, maybe I'm zagging because it's an offensive lineman. But, Shady, James, how important is it to have arguably the best guard in the league over the last decade? Yeah. Terrence Steele's coming back. Yeah. They still have an older Tyron Smith. 
Tyler Smith is playing inside. Zach Martin is really the foundation of that entire offensive line, and I would argue the offense. So there's a lot of pressure on Dak. I'm all in on Dallas. I've said this. We disagree. I think <laughs> Dallas has everything you need yeah. to win a Super Bowl. They do. No, they do. But they that, do. that has to be Zach Martin on the line. So that, yeah. to me, is actually and, – and I had the Diggs deal. When that happened, they told Zach Martin, we're going to do Diggs first because he only has one year left. Then we can talk. You saw they just did a deal as well a few minutes ago with Malik Hooker. They still have Zach Martin not there. Forget the fines. He is the not the most important, one of the three most important players up to that team. I like that. Alongside like Mike Gundak. I like that. But I got to go with Shady because I watch these football games. Not a bad choice. Patty Mahomes is special. <laughs> we seen Patty Mahomes win games on his right arm. But we seen Chris Jones close out football games. And we can easily sit here and say if 95 is not on the team, they don't win those two Super Bowls. He closed out Joe Burrow. Right. He has closed yes. out games yes. strictly yeah. dominating the game he at the him. line of scrimmage. If he is not there, as great as Pat is, Travis Kelsey is, they not going to get back to another Super Bowl. Patty will get them to the playoffs because Patty's special. special. But when you get up in there and you got to play the Joe Burrows and the Lamar Jacksons and the Aaron Rodgers, you need 95 Chris Jones in the middle. If you don't have him there... It's going to be over. I hear all of you, but I guess because I consider the Niners and the Chiefs and the Cowboys Super Bowl contenders, having those pieces is very vital. But Josh Jacobs is the whole thing mm, for the, for the Raiders. Like, yeah. I don't, what are we, are we even talking about the Raiders at oh, all yeah. if he's right. not there? I don't see how it's possible. I mean, that is like, they need him. Like, all these other teams, they need, they need these players, and they're going to get paid, and they should be. But to me, I'm like, what are the Raiders going to do if Josh Jacobs is not there? Yeah. Only thing with Chris Jones is so bigger for me than all the other players because, okay, like, like Josh, Jacobs is a hell of a player. Leading like the league in Russia. Yeah. Leading like a Russia for, for a reason. Yeah. But then he's not the best player on the offense, right? You can argue it. You can argue but, it. But, but how much easier? Hey, about Jay is my little brother. But what Josh is to that offense. Listen, listen. Man. I told you. I'm a running back. I argue for him. Yeah. That's my, that's my, that's my young boy. I, yeah. I love Josh. Yeah. I'm just being honest. So then you go to the Cowboys. Did you say that? You said yeah. that. I like that. You, like you like Dallas. This year ain't last year, right? <laughs> I like them last year. But I, I, love, I mean, I love them. I mean, they, they, You're right, though. They I got like everything they need. They got everything Yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Last year and this year, even more talent. Yeah. But when I look at the Cowboys, like, okay, Zach Martin, he's a hell of a player. One of the best. But if he doesn't play, right, they got so much over there. They could kind of get it done. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, my God. They, 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 have, they have so much they on both sides of the ball. Yeah. We don't need you to do the that Chiefs much. Chiefs have a lot too, though. Yeah. But on the, who Not on, on defense? defense? Chris Jones is him. Watch I mean, this. there's no doubt. That's, that's what, who on the defense? Because the offense, we can name everybody for the, for the Cowboys and defense. But who on the defense of the Chiefs other than Chris Jones are you thinking about? So he's a cornerstone piece of that team for sure. But Tell not only that, just think you. about the games that they won. Nick like Bolden. the games that came down, came, the games yeah, that came Jones. down to crunch time to where the defense needed to stop. It was Chris Jones Every time. making the play. Every single time. Yeah. He's, he's Closing is, out football games. Yeah, he's probably, right? he's been the most, uh, alongside Aaron Donald. Yes. The most dominant defensive tackle. Easy. In the last seven years. He's 29. He's still the top of his guy. I'd say he's getting better. Yeah. I, I agree. I'm just that saying I think that deal's going to get done. Yeah. Jordan, which, which of these deals gets done first? Or do, I would you, say see Bosa, of, do you see any I'd of say, them pouring into the season? I'd say, if I had to say right now, Bosa, Jones, mm. in that order. And then I think Jacobs is really tough because he's made it abundantly clear that he's not happy and he's playing hardball. And then you have Martin, which I, th I would say, so I would say Bosa, Jones, I think Martin, 
And Jacobs is kind of the wild card. Mm. Jacobs comes down to the wire. Mm. Can I ask you a quick question yeah. about that? Because he's good with the contracts. Um, I'm close with Josh. I said, Josh, what you should have did is earlier made chaos. I feel like him and Saquon, they were so quiet about the contract. So then once it hit the fan, it was like, oh, well, we're pissed off about it. Do you think that if he have did it earlier, like, hey, look, I'm unhappy from... from you should be an agent, Shady. Come on. I don't think... No, I don't... I, I think... I like how you think! Given the state of the running back market, I don't think it would have mattered. And okay. I was surprised, quite honestly, that New York got the deal done with Saquon. I mean, he's basically playing on the tag with incentives. And it was class move all the way for him to come back and play. But they could tag him again next year, and Josh is clearly not going to want that. So that's... I don't think it would have mattered. Well, coming season's coming up quickly, so we'll see which deals get done. Coming up... Some teams are trending up right now, while others not so much. So are the Saints, Seahawks, Steelers trending up or down? That's next on Speed. Ooh, that was a good segment right there, wasn't it? Hey, folks, it's your man, Keyshawn Johnson, here to talk about Angie, formerly known as Angie's List, your go-to home services, marketplace for getting all your jobs done well. Now you might be wondering, what exactly is Angie? Well, let me tell you. It's the nation's largest home services marketplace, connecting over 150 million homeowners with skilled professionals to tackle any project, big or small. As a homeowner myself, I always have things I want to work on for my house, whether it's general home renovations or fun projects like putting in a pool. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it a breeze to research, compare, and hire pros, ensuring every job is done well. Whether you're fixing a leaky faucet or planning a full kitchen renovation, Angie's got your back. And get this, folks. Angie's pros aren't just any old contractors. They're your neighbors, often running small businesses right in your community. Plus, they've been rated and reviewed by others in your area. So you know you're getting quality service. So why stress over home projects when you can turn to Angie? From finding the best price to scheduling a pro at your convenience, Angie's got you covered every step of the way. So get started today at Angie.com. That's Angie.com or download the app today to get started on getting all your jobs done. That's Angie, your trusted ally in home services. Sean Payton didn't call Nathaniel Hackett by name. He said it was one of the worst coaching jobs. Aaron Rodgers has to step in for Nathaniel Hackett because Nathaniel Hackett can't go with Sean Payton himself because he's not on level playing field. And if he don't want to talk about it, I will. If they're bad this year, I'm going to speak about it. Yeah. Because I'm going to have my Fox hat on. I'm going to have my speak hat on. <laughs> and I'm going to speak. It's like the real housewives of the NFL. Between the Jets and Hackett and Salah and Mark Murphy and you got Sean Payton throwing shade. It's just shade. It's shade wars out here. This is shady. It's it's, it's shady. Holla. Holla. Oh. 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 Did you get that? I will mess up this whole segment if you put that on. <laughs> Why are you showing that? That was a look back at this week on Speak. The NFL regular season is getting closer, so it's a good time to see if a few teams are trending up right now or down. So let's start with the Saints. Derek Carr is in his first season with the team, and Michael Thomas is returning from injury. But reports say Alvin Kamara will be suspended for the first three games of the season for his role in a fight in 2022. So, Shady, are the Saints trending up or down? I'm going to say trending up. I think Derek Carr is a hell of a player. He's, he's in that, that top tier of, of the quarterbacks in the NFC. Um, and they're in the, the weaker division. I think they can easily win that division, them or the Bucs. So I like it. I like him trending up. 
James? Absolutely. I'm going up as well. You talk about a really good defense. They just locked up Cam Jordan. Yes, they did. Uh, yes, yes, they did. Yes, no, Alvin Kamara, big part of the offense. But you're going to get a healthy Michael Thomas. You got Chris Olave, right? You signed Jamal Williams, who be in there, be able to fill in for Alvin Kamara. I think this is trending up. I think the Saints is going to be a really good football team. Jordan, you got to share the scoop. I'm watching. There's something coming. I, I, <laughs> Jordan, I'm sure. Got, man, I know Jordan got a scoop coming it's, it's up. It's not, not quite ready. Uh, okay, all right, all right. Maybe in the next 10 minutes. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. All right, if it is, then you got to let us know. You know what I'm saying? So, New Orleans, to me, is really interesting because they just extended Cam Jordan. They have Derek Carr. Uh, Chris Olave is terrific. Yep. Michael Thomas is the key for me in that whole operation because he's been unhealthy the last couple years. He's a phenomenal player. He's been really good early in camp. And with the NFC South as it is, mm-hmm. I feel like there's an opportunity for them to win 10-plus games. Yeah, and, and they arguably have, well, I guess it's inarguably have the best quarterback yeah. in that division, right? I mean, I love Bryce Young. We haven't seen it yet. I agree. I agree so I would say that New Orleans is, is probably one of the more interesting teams, but there's a lot of unknown, and it really comes to me down to, to, down to Derek Carr, Michael Thomas. All right, the Seahawks Ooh. in Seattle finished one game over 500 last year, but they still made the playoffs. So, Shady, are the Seahawks trending up or down? This is a tricky one for me because um, I've I seen a little bit of it last year and I liked it, but I don't know if it was fool's goal. I don't know. Geno Smith, I, I played against him and I seen him play and it was, I mean, you know. <laughs> but now he's turning around. So yeah. I'm going to say trending up. Yeah. I think Pete, Pete Carroll's a hell of a coach. He's done a great job with him. I think that division is uh, it's not too good. I, the, the Rams are, are banged up. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get together a little bit. The, the Cardinals, I mean, they should have a top pick this year. So I'm going to go trending up. I think up, but just just slightly. They're not going to catch anyone by surprise right. this year. James, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to say up as well. I mean, you get your leader back on the defense and Bobby Wagner to yeah. get back. You got a really good young secondary. You're going to get uh, Adams back, Jamal Adams back there at the safety spot. So everything they got right now, I think it's trending up for them. And then we got Bosa problems. The Rams not going to be very good. Yeah. Kyler Murray's not going to be there. So they have an opportunity to really, you know, compete in this division against the 49ers. I think it's trending up for Seattle. Seattle is I'm telling you, if there's a team that's really going to pop, it's the Seahawks. There's mm-hmm. so much to like. They, they drafted Witherspoon at five. Pop like what? What you saying? Win the division? I think they're a 12-win team. 12? Oh, yeah. And they have a tough, tough schedule, too. Seattle is really good. Okay, so they, okay let me just – let me just – they have, they have Geno, right? He's the comeback player of the year. Yeah. They have DK. They have Lockett. The yep. real critical guy here oh, is yeah. JSN. Oh, yeah. So not only has Metcalf and Geno told me this guy is the dude. Mm-hmm. On draft night, I texted Geno. He said, this is him. He's the guy. Because he's the perfect complement to Lockett, who's in the slot, and DK, who's like that freak X guy. Yeah. JSN can play X, Y, and Z. And I talked mm. to Brian Hartline, who's the Ohio State wide receiver coach, and he said, as great as Olave is, great as Harrison is, Don't JSN, do it. Not, not, he didn't say he's going to be better, okay. but he said JSN is one of those guys where you could literally line him up anywhere. He will kill you because he's super, super talented, yeah. but also he really understands the position at an advanced level. So to me, that's our, it's one of the best trios in the league, but I think out of all these great young rookies, JSN's might he could have the biggest impact. There we go. All yeah. right, the Steelers. Insight. Kenny Pickett is entering his second season as a team starter, and he has a good young target in wide receiver George Pickens. Ooh. Steelers up or down, Shady? Hey, all the way up. All the way up. <laughs> listen, Black and yellow. Listen. Now, obviously, Kenny Pickett went to Pitt. Yeah. You know, we get busy. Pit. We give our crazy work. But anyway, I love the, the Pickett connection. George Pickens and then, and then Pickett. Kenny Pickett. Oh, yeah. my God. Pickens Pickett. I've been Pickett. watching them, uh, some camp. So my thing is I love to watch the camp to see what they're talking about. And everything they're saying is that Kenny is looking better and better and better. Their connection is getting there. They're always going to have a good defense. They're coached 
very, very well. We already know this. So, yeah, you're not expecting a lot from this team, so they're, they're flying under the radar. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be a good team. I think they're going to improve this year as well. Oh, this is one of the ones that I was scratching my head with because I don't like going against Coach T. You should. Coach T don't have losing seasons. No, he doesn't. Or none of that. He always has his teams ready to play. You spoke really good defense, right? I'm a fan of George Pickens. I like George Pickens. But I'm going to have to say down. And the reason why I'm going to say down is because I believe this team is going to finish last in the division. Mm. And you can't say trending up if you think they're going to finish last in the, in, the, in the division and be the worst team in that division. I got Watson. I got Lamar. I got JoJo Burrow finishing in front of them. I think they're going to struggle this year. I think Kenny Pickett will grow, but I think they're going to struggle. They finished last in this division. That's why I'm going to say trending down. James, James, James. I know the division's brutal. Everyone's chasing Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. George Pickens, Deontay Johnson, Allen Robinson. I hear you. They signed Siamalu. Running game's good. Harris will be healthy. Mm-hmm. But it it's comes all about down, the quarterback. It comes, okay, so yeah. Pittsburgh told me this week, they said there's no way that Kenny Pickett's going to fail. I'm not saying he's going to be Joe Montana, mm. but the guy. got to say that, though, right? They told you that? They, <laughs> Pittsburgh said there's no way. They said, they said it ma- football matters too much to Kenny Pickett for it to fail. Mm-hmm. And they also have Pat Fryer with really good tight ends. Yes, they have a lot of weapons, right? And then you think about Pickett, year two, he – he was only first-round quarterback. There was a lot of pressure on him. I thought he had a really good rookie season, especially the second half. And to me, Pickett is that classic new-age passer. He's 6'3", 220, but he can move him in the pocket. He can run. Yes, he, he can. can run. Yes, he can. And part of the thing with him, too, is, like, he has the weaponry, but he has the connection. And I think George Pickens – listen, I don't want to say the guy I, – I, I, Say I, it. Go and say, say it. it. What do you got? We can't say it. Here, Jordan. Oh, I think George Pickens this year is a top five wide receiver. Mm-hmm. And I think he becomes in that upper category of CeeDee Lamb, DK Metcalf. Like, he has that That's ability. not too bold. He has that, he has that nice. ability. He has the range. He has the, the ball-catching ability to be a top guy. I mean, you talk about CeeDee Lamb. His range to catch the ball and go make tough catches is way better than Somebody did their homework. You did your homework. Where do you he have his homework? Well, hold on. We got one more to get to. We got one more to get to. We got to get to Chicago. I got to We got to get to Chicago. The Bears only had three wins last season. But Justin Fields is entering his third season starting quarterback. Shady, up or down? Everybody's so optimistic about this quarterback with these new weapons. I haven't seen it yet. I've seen games we threw for 60 yards. Just like y'all seen games do for 60 yards. I don't know. I want to say this. believed in Pickett, though, right? Yeah, but Pickett yeah, was... I, I, see, I can see the... T- I, I can I see him throwing the ball. I That's see him it's a bit. It's a bit yeah. thing. Just checking. Anyway, yeah. I'll say this, right? I, and I'm going to be as, as, as nice as possible. I, I, he has talent, right? Fields has talent. I got to see more. So I can't put him up or down. They like, they like sitting in mud. They just right there waiting. They're the, they're the light. Yeah. They're the light waiting to go Wait. up. We're going to wait and see. They're trying to help the young fella, right? You're getting the weapons around him, right? They got a decent offensive line. You got a decent run game, right? They should play good defense. Bears always play good defense. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is out of the division, yes. right? Everybody's saying the Lions possibly the best team in that, in that division. I have them trending up strictly because of the quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. The quarterback, I think, will take a huge step in throwing the football. We know that he's going to make plays with his legs. I mean, he was a 1,000-yard rusher last year. We know he's going to make them plays with his legs. But under Coach Luke, for year number two, with the weapons he has, he will grow throwing the football. You'll see a much better Justin Fields. Bears trending up. Do I have a few seconds to tell you my thing? I know you you have a take. Here's my thing on Justin Fields. You know, I talk about Pickens being a super talent but also a technician. I think Fields is that. I think he's – people see the running and all the ability, and they don't realize how talented he is inside the pocket. 
And Quincy Avery, who's his longtime quarterback coach, told me in his 20-plus years of working with quarterbacks, 15, 20 years, he's never had a quarterback demand to throw on off days like Justin Fields. Mm. And that's the separator. Mm. Like I said with Pickett, it matters so much to him. Mm. It matters a lot to Fields. Now, that division's tough. There's a lot of moving pieces. Thank but you. I think Chicago's going better. And I think D.J. Moore is going to have a big impact Thank as you, well. Sir. Thank you. Is that, is that, so what is your prediction for Justin Fields? Mm. Thank you. Let's hear this. I think upwards of 30 touchdowns total. Mm-hmm. and over 4,000 yards passing. Yeah, and that's what Jalen Hurts did last year. That's a pretty doggone good year. We'll see. Mm. Hey, listen, I like what he's supposed to say. You know what? It's because he's a Buckeye, and like he only wants to pick guys. <laughs> no, I'm a, I'm a, I, I, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I, seen it. I, seen I think he's exactly. going uh, to have a better we'll year Keep your fingers crossed, please. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan, thanks so much Thank for joining you. us. You got to give us the scoop first, though. Yeah. All right? Elisa yeah, Ferg has tweeted. You okay, got to let us thread it. I don't know which sure. one you're, you're, using, you're defaulting to first, but you got to let us know. Thank you so much for joining us, Jordan. Coming up, we're talking World Cup. The U.S. women's team is on to the knockout round, and there is no better person to talk about it than with Fox soccer analyst Alexi Lalas. That's next on Speak. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The U.S. moves on to the round of 16 at the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup as they face their biggest challenge yet when they take on the perennial rival Sweden. Coverage begins Sunday morning at 4 a.m. Eastern with kickoff at 5 a.m. Eastern on Fox and the Fox Sports app. We cannot wait. We've all got our jerseys. Mm-hmm. We're ready to go. We're ready to roll, baby. Ready to see the U.S. in the knockout round against Sweden. Let's One go, down. ladies. And now it's time it's to bring in someone down. who knows. Everything that's going on with the Women's World Cup because he is there in Australia. It's the morning there, I believe, Fox Sports analyst Alexi Lalas. Welcome to speak. How is Sydney and doing shows from that gorgeous set? Look, uh, greetings from the future. Uh, all is well. <laughs> Don't worry. It's going to be uh, going to be awesome. Listen, this is uh, this is the best Groundhog Day that you can imagine. Mm. Every single day, getting up, working, like you said, uh, in this incredible environment here in Sydney. We have a, a wonderful Fox compound, basically down on the Sydney Harbor. So I get to look out at the Opera House and the Bridge pretty much every single day and talk about a game that I love. So it's a pleasure to be with you, nice and early. I got up early. I threw on a shirt and some pants, <laughs> maybe, and. And uh, I'm with you guys. That's all right. Sometimes we wear pants around here. Sometimes we don't, too. What's been the best moment for you so far in this World Cup? I mean, first off, this is an expanded World Cup. And so we had eight debutantes. And uh, the the opportunity that this brings to the individual players and the teams, but also the message that it sends to the world and back to some of these countries and cultures that, let's be honest, have not taken the women's game seriously and haven't put the resources into it. That's fun. So to see the joy of a of a Morocco moving on into the round of 16, um, you know, these types of these types of teams that are here for the first time and using this platform and this power, that's uh, that's been wonderful, wonderful to see. And, you know, the individual brilliant that we see, whether it's uh, goals that are scored or incredible games uh, that will live long in the, in history, all of that kind of stuff is fun. And look, I, I've been doing this for a long time, and it doesn't matter if it's men's, women's, or co-ed naked. As long as people are kicking a ball, especially in a World Cup environment, I am here. So I'm having a good time. Like I, like I said, this is 
this is what I this is what I love to do. And so I'm incredibly privileged and fortunate to be able to do it on a consistent basis and talk about all the stuff that's happening on the field. And then, the, of course, the bigger picture type of stuff that happens in any World Cup. Well, there's been a lot of crazy games in this tournament, and I was also very happy to see Morocco move on. But which team's exit shocked you the most? I mean, look, you got to go. You got to go with Germany right now because it's historically something that we've never seen. And uh, this is a German team that yeah, well. just the the glazed look that came over German fans and German players when they went out. That was something that was something to behold because it didn't it didn't compute in their German brains. And you saw you saw the machines just kind of shut down and say, well, this doesn't this is not this doesn't make sense. And it did make sense because they could not get the job done. And you are seeing kind of a, a not a necessarily a changing of a guard. But as I mentioned, all of these other teams now that are starting to put more resources in, the rest of the world is starting to catch up to the elites. And obviously the U.S. would be one of them, but also Germany. And so this is a, this is ultimately this is a good thing, not for Germany, but certainly for uh, for the women's game, that there are others that are able to you know put their flag down and say, hey, we're here and we're not going anywhere. All right. Hey, quick question. It's been some up and downs so far. I just wanted to ask you, what do you think is our biggest issue with our girls team right now? So I think I think it's a combination of two things. One, as I mentioned, the rest of the world catching up and progressing. Right. And then on the other side, this particular U.S. women's national team, I guess, would, would be slowing down or regressing. And so you're coming closer and closer. And that's you know, that's a problem. Now, to be fair to the U.S. women's national team, this gap that we have created over the last many decades has been, to be quite honest, manufactured. We, we have legislated for it in terms of, the, of women's sports. And obviously that gave us an incredible advantage and created that uh, that uh, disparity between us and everybody else. And we put in the resources. And now as the rest of the world is, is starting to put this will be honest, also limited resources in, mm. but they can make up a tremendous amount of, uh, of space. So I think I think that right now is the situation with this uh, women's national team. And really to just distill it down to its simplest form, they're not as good as previous na uh, women's national teams. Mm. And so that is the big challenge right now for this team as it goes into the round of 16. My dude, Shady, told me to ask you this question because it's only one thing that matters around here, and that's W's. So what do we have to do to make sure we get the W against Sweden? So Sweden is feeling it right now. We have a long history against Sweden. It's not really a World Cup or a tournament for that matter if we're not playing Sweden. And while we didn't face them in the group stage, now we face them in the round of 16. Sweden is feeling it. I think not just Sweden, but I think the rest of the field smells blood when it comes to this U.S. women's national team. And they are now in this strange position, maybe uncomfortable position or maybe more comfortable as the underdog and a lot of people doubting them. And I think that that's fair to doubt this team, given what we've seen so far. It doesn't mean that they can't have a wonderful game, but against Sweden, in particular, they're going to have to worry about set pieces. So your corner kicks and your free kicks, because there's a trend in this World Cup where they're putting the balls right in the middle of the pack, right in the middle in front of the goalkeeper. And with Sweden's ability in the air, defending set pieces, I think, is going to be huge and crucial because they are uh, when I talk about Sweden, they are using this as a tactic. They are putting the balls consistently in the in the dangerous area and they have the players on the other end to get up and win those balls. So whether it's a listener in goal, the goalkeeper for the U.S. Women's National Team or any of the defenders or anybody for that matter, they got to make sure that the marking is there. And that comes from coaching. So Vlad Kalandonovsky, this coach has to have this team prepared for the, the onslaught that is going to be the set pieces into the box from Sweden. Well, there's plenty of talent on this team, but based off everything you just said in order to beat Sweden, which player do you expect to step up the most in this elimination game? Well, you know, Julie Ertz uh, has won two World Cups, one at 
two cycles ago in uh, as a center back. Then she's transitioned to uh, midfield and won a World Cup. Then she took the last two years off to have a baby and was away from the game and has come back. I think she's huge. Uh, Depending on where she plays, she could play in the uh, continue to play in the back. She could get moved into the midfield, but she's an enforcer and she's a leader. And I think that she's going to have to shut down a lot of the the attack that's going to come from Sweden. But again, in those set pieces, make sure that she is marking whoever uh, whoever needs to be marked and win those balls in the air, because I think this game is going to be in, in, in a lot of instances, one in the air. Before the World Cup, you picked France to win. So if you couldn't pick the U.S., because obviously you're picking the U.S. to win, who are you picking to win it all now? Well, I, I think my France pick is still good, but I but I think you're, uh, you know, you're, we were out with Chris Felica last night, the bear, and uh, he was saying that, by the way, this game against Sweden, the U.S. is still favored by uh, by the, um, you know, the uh, the odds out, out there. So there are some some experts, if you will, that still believe that this U.S. team can get through. And they absolutely, absolutely can. But as far as winning it, I think right now your safe money is on England. They are flying. And listen, I, I, it would crush me if the U.S. went out of the World Cup. That's one thing. But then to have England actually win the World Cup, that I cannot abide. Yeah, that is that. not something that we can have happen. So no anybody no but way. England, but they are playing really, really well right now. Anybody but England. Alexi, thank you for joining us. Make sure you check out Alexi's podcast on our digital as well, Stay the Union podcast. Thank you for joining us. We'll be watching all the coverage of the World Cup. Let's go, ladies. Yes, anybody but England. But the U.S. is going to move on. Thank you, Alexi. Let's go, girls. Coming up, it's Friday, so I am handing out some flowers on Friday. Friday flowers. Will any of them have been going to my co-host? Maybe. Find out next. Yeah, boy. Uh, yeah, boy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to Speak. It's Friday, so it seems like the perfect time to hand out some flowers. And since this is the first time we're doing this, I'm going to hand them out to my co-host. So come join me, guys. I'm going to give you your flowers today. Let's start with James Jones. We're going to take a little a little blast in the past. No, Shay, stay out here with us. Stay out here with us. We're going to go a little blast in the past and give you your flowers for this particular play. Whenever they want to throw it on the screen for me, then we can get to it. Otherwise, I'm going to stand up here making mouth sounds. Not going the way that it's supposed to. There we go. All right, James. There's a little old patch here. All right, so right here, this is Aaron Rodgers' first ever preseason game playing, right? So, you know, we got this play called Knife right here. I come on the end route. I knew I was finna get rocked, and I just didn't know how hard I was finna get rocked. He hit me. My helmet came off, and I said, man, hey, this this wasn't part of the rule yet. So you got to, hey, get to the end zone, score a touchdown, Lambo Lee. No flex? No flex, no no nothing. You got got Lambo Lee. Were you at all 
worried though. Huh? We were all worried oh, that's though about getting hit again. That's fair. Right there. That's fair. All right, Shady, you're up next. We talk about this particular moment a lot during the show because it's very legendary. That's not the play, guys. You are killing me right now. When we get to Shady, we'll talk about it. We'll know exactly what it is once it's up. Oh, right. oh, that's one of them. No, this is, this, is, this is the snow game. You know what I mean? Uh, Emmanuel mentions this often. You got no shot. <laughs> My man, stop running. You got no Are shot. You, Look, okay. it's you over. You got juice like that, huh? Come on, man. Come yeah. on. Walk, walk us through this, Shady. What can I say? You know, uh, any element, snow, hell, or sleet, I'm going to get it done. <laughs> a a walk-off touchdown after you score. I tell everybody good night. Mm. It's time to go. You know what, what I mean? What, what 41, cleats, he missed. Look, what, he missed. What cleats you have on? You have balls and you have school. It didn't matter. You know what I mean? Uh, I have socks on. Okay. Socks. But did you like playing in this kind of weather? I don't mind. I, I really don't mind. I mean, I, I think it's a... It's an excuse for defenders to miss me, because they're going to miss me anyway. But there's snow, they got an excuse. I cut time because it was the snow, so I get it. Obviously, it's easier to run, but you had an amazing game in that game. What about your running style made you able to do that? You know what? I'm being serious here. I got I got feet like like deer. You know what I'm saying? I just put it in the snow, take it out. Yeah. And that's all I do. I get I just get going. You know, running like this. So so you telling the young fellas that's God given, or are you telling the young fellas you put in yeah, work? Yeah. How can somebody to get duplicate feet that? Like that? Young men out there striving to be great in the snow, it's God given, bro. I can't help. <laughs> it's God given. You can't give a do about it. Pray about it, homie. Pray about it. All right, let's move on to the Jets. Aaron Rodgers' top target in New York is Garrett Wilson, but we all remember when he was throwing Devontae Adams in Green Bay. Rodgers said he would not put Garrett in the same category as Adams, but he said there are definitely traits between these two receivers that they share. James, you played wide receiver with Aaron Rodgers. We just showed one of your plays. We caught a ball from Aaron Rodgers. Can Garrett Wilson beat Devontae Adams 2.0? Yes, he can. And first, you want to just start with the intangibles, right? And we start at the line of scrimmage. Off the line of scrimmage, you got your Keenan Allens, you got your Devontae Adams, can make you miss in the phone booth. That's what Garrett Wilson can do. So off the line of scrimmage, he reminds you of Devontae Adams, right? Speed, route running, right? The ability to create different spacing down the field while you're route running. Garrett Wilson has that. Hands, body control, Garrett Wilson has that. Now, one thing that Gary Wilson doesn't have. And I ain't played with Gary Wilson, but I know he don't got this yet. What do you got? And that is the football IQ that Devontae Adams has. Devontae Adams plays the wide receiver position like a quarterback. He ain't fast. Devontae ran 4-5. I tease him about it all the time. I say, I beat you right now. Right? He ran 4-5. But he ain't been caught. He always wide open. Yeah. Right? Nice. His route running ability, strictly because of his football IQ. Before the ball is snapped, Devontae Adams know how he's going to set you up. He know how he's going to run his route. He know exactly where he needs to be. And the ball is going to be there. And that's why DA is special. If the young fella can get that and get some of that from Aaron Rodgers and that football IQ, you're going to be looking at one of the best young receivers in the National Football League. See, Aaron Rodgers just comparing his new receivers this one, is a good one. One though. of the best receivers <laughs> in the league right away. It's a new Aaron Rodgers, Shady. This but do you think one. that it could be the same? You know what? But I, I like the way that he said it, though. He didn't say that he was going to be better. He's, yeah. But he said he's on the right track. And, and he's right because Garrett Wilson actually has a better start to his career than Devontae Adams. Now, I, I think Devontae Adams is probably with the best. Zach Wilson. Probably the best wide receiver in the game to this day. So yes, I don't want to go too crazy with it. Yeah. But when you watch Garrett Wilson on tape, man, he's tremendous. After the catch, it's amazing. Um, this feel for the game. He's so young. Yeah. There's a lot of room for, uh, for growth, but he's so young he can get it done. I mean, you're talking about Devontae Adams having Aaron Rodgers 
and Derek Carr. Yeah. Not saying the quarterback made Ain't D.A. because D.A. Like, is the best in the business. He like that, But though. you're talking about a dude that got 1,000-plus yards with Zach Wilson and Mike White. I mean, yeah, so now no, you get yes. AR8 coming in there, so you already know the ability that he has to win. Because Mike White and Zach Wilson ain't throwing you open. Yeah. Right? So the young fella had to already create separation and let him know that he's wide open, he's open to get him the ball. Now playing with Aaron to where this is open, right, right. you're in trouble. You're right, you're right. I mean, they, they did not have a quarterback yeah. last year. So that is really what's the most impressive part mm-hmm. to me about what, the numbers that he was still able to put up because it's a dependent position. Uh-huh. And when you have that much turnover, it's that bad at that position, you're still able to put up those numbers. You've got to have talent. To your point, you're not getting thrown open. It's, you're doing what you can For with what Aaron you got. Aaron Rodgers to give the young fella the praise like that, and we all know, it's no surprise, but he is finna see target. After target. What's no surprise? After target. Yeah. After that's, that's, target. The praise is no surprise? No, I mean, the young fella's good. But I'm saying when Aaron Rodgers praises you like this, that means he has tremendous confidence oh, in you. Yeah. And he is finna throw you this ball. And he Back ain't caught. shoulders, con- everything. Man, I'm telling you, you never covered playing with Aaron because he could put the ball in any spot. Does the offensive line in New York make you at all nervous? Knowing the kind of style that Aaron Rodgers plays, wanting to be really efficient, mm-hmm. and how he approaches the game. It's, it was really bad last yeah. year. It's expected to be improved this year, but it would be a big jump to go to what Aaron Rodgers has been used to. It does, especially when you talk about the play-action pass game. When you're talking about play-action pass game, when you're trying to take these shots down the field, the O-line has to hold up. One thing I will say about playing with a veteran quarterback like Aaron Rodgers, the ball going to come out of his hands fast. Right, so he, the old line's going to benefit off Aaron Rodgers, too, being able to check and get in the right plays, already being with Hackett, being with, the, being with him in Green Bay. So he's going to get him into the right plays. But when you have to sit in that pocket and you got to hold the ball for a little bit and that old line has to hold up, may it be third and nine, whatever it may be, I think it's going to come times in the season where that old line is going to, you know, get beat up a little bit and Aaron's going to get sacks. But... If anybody can make that old line better, it's Aaron Rodgers the way he gets the ball out of his hands. We're throwing a lot of praise. It's, it's Friday Flowers, so we're, we're, we're throwing a lot of praise the, the Jets' way. But is there a part of this team, on paper right now, obviously, that worries you at all? Because for me, it is the offensive line. I hear you. It'll come out faster. But it could also be a little leaky, which Aaron Rodgers doesn't like. He's not a, he's not a mobile quarterback. Is there, a, is there a part of this roster that you look at, Shady, and you're like, uh... Not my uh, for me, it was the running backs for a little bit. Michael Carter's really, really good too. Um, depending on if they get, if they go out and get Alvin Cook. Cooks, and then and then Brees is still still hurt, right? So he's not coming back for a little bit. So I was scared about the running backs, but then the offensive line—that was a great point. Only thing is, A. Rod is so good that I can see him getting the ball out hot because or fast because they are up and down the line. But then again, they're healthy this year, so it's a tough one. I would have to say, offensive line or running back. And it's going to be one of the best storylines of the year. My co-hosts catch passes and run in for touchdowns without helmets on. <laughs> and yeah, that was wild. ball out in snow games that I'm not even going to sit outside in. Coming up, Jalen Hurts had a career last season. And he has that This season, that's next. Let's speak. Jalen Hurts. Let's talk about a real quarterback. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
let's check in on our social life. We've had a heated debate all week about the smartest players on the field, and our social producer Darnell took it to Twitter to settle it. I don't spend a lot of time on Twitter anymore because there's not a whole lot going on over there, but this is what Twitter has decided. What do you think about the Shady? Who's smarter, <laughs> linebackers or running backs? Hey, who do they uh, ask? Twitter. Let me, let me put you in the, the mind frame of a linebacker. Ball left, run left. Ball right, run right. Like, they don't know. The, mm. the only person that's smart as a linebacker is the middle linebacker. The other dudes, they just rush. Well, I mean, Ball's left, I'm going left. He part of the linebackers, bro. Who? The middle linebacker part but of the But does the middle linebacker they make up with the doing? other linebackers? We got to block. We got to run. We got to know who to block. We got we to gotta look at the scan protections. We got to do all that. Then we got to run routes. We just gave you your flowers, right? We just gave you your flowers. What about it? And you was putting people in the blender, mm -hmm. right? Could you imagine linebackers trying to take the right angle on you, diagnosing the play, got to bring you down at the Look, end of all this? Y'all got help. They got you these know? big, chubby, fat linemen in front of them helping them out. Hand the ball off to you. That's, that's probably what you used to tell the offensive coordinator. Hand me the ball, let me go. Nah. <laughs> all right, well... All right, you got to argue for your position now. Linebackers are smart. Receivers, we... we... Are y'all smart The receivers? Oh, man. I play... Yo, tell me y'all smart. We're very smart. I just talked about D-A-I-Q. Yo, yo, yo. Majority of the wide receivers, they either fast or they catch well. They don't know nothing else. And they be looking at the quarterback, what I, uh, what I got? And most of the plays, they tell the wide receiver what they got. Come on, excellent, excellent. I can't even lie. Uh, uh, Z Sluggo. Like, they tell you what to do. They tell you what to do in every play. How smart are you? Hey, I can't even lie. Excellent. Hey, hey, I, hey don't throw your hands up. I'm with you, right? Receiver. <laughs> <laughs> I play receivers, with some. we ain't got to be that smart at receivers, right? You, you just got another route you, tree. You're here to play, you know the route tree. And not only that, you do a little bit of study and reading a couple coverages, you're going to be straight. You know what I'm saying? But still, <laughs> linebackers got to be though? smarter than running backs, though. They be like, huh? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't hear the call, huh? That's why I'm dying laughing, because we do be in the other. Say that again. When they line up wrong, the quarterback gets them right. No, no, you over here, bro. You got the go route. Oh, man. We did this eight times in practice, bro. You got to listen. <laughs> Let's move on to the Eagles. Jalen Hurts is coming off of a Super Bowl appearance and a second place finish in MVP voting. Now it's on to this season. His head coach, Nick Sirianni, said Hurts is like a coach on the field and is, quote, operating at a very high level within the offense. Well, we know Jalen Hurts has a high football IQ, but I mean, Shady, hello. can Jalen Hurts match last year's performance? Absolutely. I mean, he's getting better every year. He's shown he's getting better every single year. You're in, you're out. We keep the same players around him, same office linemen around him. Everything we had last year, we have it again. And the best part about it is the NFC is a weak, it's weak right now. I'm going to be honest, it's weak. <clears throat> I guess our competitors, the Niners and, and the Cowboys, Yeah. I like our chances, so... Yeah, we going back. Um, I love everything about Jalen Hurts. Uh, the sky's the limit for the young fella. And then when you look at it, right, I mean, he's only going to get better, right? You're 14 in the league in passing yards or 3,700 yards passing. He could do better. He could get up into 4,000 yards passing. Miss some games. Though. Right, 20, some games. 22 touchdown passes. He could throw more touchdown mm -hmm. passes. So the good thing is there's room to grow. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean you're going 14-1 and one again and the quarterback's not growing. He could go 12 and 4, 12 and 5, whatever that may be, and put up much better stats. But, I mean, 
Defensive coordinators don't want to play Jalen Hurts. That's no. right. He permits. He he gives you too many problems. The way he can throw, run with his legs, make everybody around him better. And the best thing about him is the leader that he is. Well, he's gotten better every single year that he's been in the league. Obviously, trees don't go to the sky. But to your point, he has a lot of places that he can improve, and I expect that he will. That's it for us. Happy Friday. We're all off to happy hour. That's it for us. Have a great weekend. I will see you in the Super Bowl. (laughs) Ah.